Mama, you have found yourself stuck on what questions to ask your teen girl so she'll talk to you. Do you find it difficult to hold a conversation with her because she'll only answer with one word? And having your teenage daughter engage in a conversation with you can be pretty frustrating, especially when you are trying really hard to get her to talk to you. You wholeheartedly want to know what's going on in her life. Sometimes you just want to have a normal conversation about anything, but the whole thing is just awkward and unpleasant for both of you. You're probably feeling hopeless and stumped to even get her to say a few more words. You probably don't even have any intentions but to simply enjoy a chat with her. But no, it's not going the way you want and your daughter is not giving in. It's probably even it probably even hurts more when you can overhear her conversing with her gal pals, uninhibited and fully engaged, your girl being who she is, and you want that too. I hear you, mama. I really really do. I feel the the ache in your heart and I feel that pain. It's a struggle trying to connect with your teen in a new way. It's already uncomfortable for you. Maybe not, but maybe a little frustrating because you are really, really trying here and you're not getting any reciprocation in this conversation you really want to have with your daughter because you really want to connect with her. Well, I've got a treat for you. We're celebrating our 100th episode. Can you believe it? 100 episodes on raising her confidently. And if you've been here from episode one, thank you, Mama, for listening to me talk for a hundred episodes. Thank you. I have my daughter on today and I interview her to lay it out on how, from a teen girl's perspective, how conversations really go down, what's going on in her head, and she reflects back on her teen years of those awkward conversations we've had. Yes, she calls me out. She calls me out here. <laughs> and I think you're gonna enjoy this. Mama, you're not alone, okay? You are perfect the way you are. Yes, we are imperfect as far as um, how we have conversations with our moms, but that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of momhood is that we're not, we don't know everything. We're not perfect, and that's why we need each other, right? But it's all good. I brought her on so you, mama, can get a glimpse of what possibly can be going on with your girl and your conversations right now. Now, I know not every girl is the same, but I think this will help you gain some clarity, utilize some points that my daughter makes, and make shifts in how you approach your girl the next time. Mama, are you finding yourself feeling frustrated with trying to figure out your girl and not getting far with the questions you ask her? Like today's topic? You literally get one word answers or the silent treatment. I honestly have read many books to unravel this mystery of connecting with my own girl. I question, am I doing this right? What if I say something that will cause detrimental consequences in our relationship? Or even worse, am I pushing her away so that she will never want to share anything with me again? Okay, that was a little dramatic for me to go there with my thoughts, but I truly worried over these things because I desired a closer relationship with my daughter than I had with my own mom when I was a teenager. So I decided things will change. I asked myself, what did I need as a young teenager from my own mom? And go do that. 
I'm able to connect with my girl where as an older teen now, she FaceTimes me every night as she is away from home. She checks in with me and is open to share because I know we have done the work to establish a safe space for her to talk to me. I want you to do the same and I want you to have the same relationship with your girl. My talk to your teen girl framework allows allows me to guide you through your immediate need to communicate with your daughter. You will receive step-by-step roadmap in creating open communications with your girl where you get to understand the changes that are happening to her right now, shift the way you parent and your role in this stage, and create communication pathways. Yes, new communication pathways that allow you to get connected with her. So mama, I want you to head over to TalkToYourTeenGirl.com right now and look into Talk To Your Teen Girl framework. I know this is the solution you've been looking for. TalkToYourTeenGirl.com. Hey mama, welcome to Raising Her Confidently. Do you want to have open communication with your teen daughter? Do you find yourself constantly thinking about how to talk to your teen or why your girl is not opening up to you? Do you wake up with confident intentions only to feel confused and frustrated when all you get are one-word answers from your daughter again? Hey, I'm Jeannie. I too was a mom raising young teens. I too felt grieved by the loss of my sweet, talkative little girl. I wanted her to come to me about anything, even if she was scared, and listen to my advice. But I kept thinking, she won't listen to me, and I don't know how to approach her until I found tools to create open communication. In this podcast, you will find how to connect and talk to your team and create a safe space for her to go to so that you will have that close relationship you dreamed of. Go grab your glass of Merlot and throw off those fuzzy slippers and let's dig in together. Today, mamas, I have a special treat. We're celebrating our 100th episode and I can't believe it. And when I was thinking about this 100th episode, I wanted it to be really special And who else should I have on here with me than my own daughter, Ava, coming on again. This is her second episode on Raising Her Confidently. And today we're going to chat. We're going to chat. We're going to, this is your opportunity, moms, to get into the minds of a teenage girl. Now, granted, she may be thinking a little bit different. Not, Not every girl is the same, but I wanted Ava to come on to share some thoughts when it comes to conversation and chatting it up with with your girl. So as we talk and have this interview together and we're literally thousands of miles apart, we are going to be talking about, you know, when and where, why, what, basically the timing of having conversations, whether it's hard conversations, typical conversations, when is a good time to chat? I know this is an issue that most moms have is I ask questions or I have a difficult time asking questions and getting my girl to talk. So I have Ava here to kind of spill the tea for us okay. as we talk. <laughs> she's laughing because she's like, mom, please. So Ava, say hi. Hi. <laughs> Okay, girl, thank you so much for uh, being willing to talk on our 100th episode. Okay, so let's get into it. Chatting it up, even having normal conversations. You and I seem to not have an issue with it, but I think in the beginning, 
you know, things change a little bit from our typical conversations when you were younger to conversations when you were, you know, middle school, early high school. Um, my question to you is, what types of questions or topics get you talking to to me? Well, I think when we have things in common, like because we watch shows together, like K dramas or like movies, we usually like talk. Like if we're in the car, we usually talk about that. Or like when I go used to go to ballet, like when you would drive me to ballet, I would talk about like, oh, what happened in ballet today? Or like just things that happened that like we both have like a common denominator of, like we both understood it. So like you would add on to the conversation as well. It's just like things that we have in common that like we could both add on to the conversation, not just all of it on me. Cause some, like, I don't want to do all the talking. <laughs> That's yeah. a good or so a question I don't like <laughs> is when you ask like how was your day because that's like I don't know how to answer that like usually I would just say good because I don't know like what else to say. That's a good point. That's a good point about asking a broad question like how was your day, because it's there's a lot to pour into it or there's a lot that you just don't want to talk about because it is such a huge question. And I like how you even said something that we have in common where we both get to participate in the conversation. Why do you think that's so important? Um, because we will, we're, we're both, it's an actual conversation other than just like me talking. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it, like, like an interview where it's just you. Or like even when like you just talk when like when when we were in the car and you would like talk about like oh this is what happening at home and blah 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 and even if like I don't say anything like I'm still listening because like sometimes I don't like to talk I just like to listen to you talk huh well let's and, get it and like know the tea I want to know I want to know what's happening at home. <laughs> Sometimes you want to be the collector of information. So you're concerned. Yeah. You really want to know what's happening in my life and what's happening back at home too. Yeah. yeah. Because sometimes it's easier for me to talk about stuff here. Well, like even since now that I'm moved away from home, like it's easier for me to talk, like for us to talk and have like a conversation because um, I get to update you about everything. And it's not like you're there 24 seven. And like, it makes me want to like talk to you more because I only get to talk to you like for a short amount of time. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's typically for like adult conversations when we don't get to see because we don't live with each other on a daily basis. So um, I think of like when I go with my girlfriends and have a coffee chat because we haven't seen each other for a while, we can go on converse. I feel like we're in that stage right now between you and I, which is something I know moms who are listening dream of with their young girls. I'm going to go and circle back to something you had said. You had said, sometimes I just don't want to do all the talking. Let's go back yeah. to that. What do you like, mean? Mm -hmm. Like even when I was in school, like I would just be tired from talking all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I have to do all that talk, like just socializing with other people. Sometimes I just like don't want, like I wouldn't want to just like talk. So sometimes it would be better like, if you would talk and then I would just add things on. Cause like, I don't want to like say like everything that happened from school. Cause maybe it was a bad day at school 
like I don't want to say like I don't want to debrief in the car and like I would tell you later but I would just be like I'm just tired like if you would be like oh how was your day at school I'd be like I'm just tired but I would rather you just be like talking about what you did I like that point because sometimes you know and me being a mom too we're just so excited and want to know like hey how was your day how was it how how was it at school like or what is something you learned at school or what was challenge challenging for you at school and we kind of want to know right away I even talk about it in this episode that once they get in the car sometimes they want to chat when just listening to you right now there are days where you're consuming so much information and you're outputting so much energy that I forget this is your quiet time and sometimes I'll take that personal to me I don't know what type of questions to ask because she won't respond to it. So it's not necessarily what type of questions we can ask. Is it just timing, you would say? Yeah, it's timing. Like knowing like when to have like the right conversation. Like after school, like someone probably won't want to talk because they like, it was, it's after school and like not, not everyone likes school. Like unless your daughter likes school, then like maybe you can ask like, oh, how is school? But me personally, I didn't like school. So I never really wanted to talk after school. But like after ballet, or like after I would talk, like I would hang out with my friends. And you would ask me, Oh, how was it? I was like more open to like conversation. Because it was something I would like, actually like, like doing. Like, especially like after ballet, since I was like, since I'm more passionate about ballet, I had a better time talking about that. And it would like leave a better like memory. I guess like a memory of having a conversation with you because like I want to like have a good memory of having conversations with you other than like just school but sometimes it's not always about having good memories it's just knowing you know I just I personally want to know what's going on in your life not all the just the good things but also the things that are challenging you right so yeah the things that are challenging you like the questions that it sounds like you know you just don't want to talk about the things that are uncomfortable with you. But we also know those are the things that us moms want to know too. And I think it's about timing. So when, for example, for you, it's school, like school really zaps you of your energy because there's so much effort that you feel like you have to put into something you're not necessarily passionate about. And I think that's about 95% of teenage girls is school is not a highlight of their day unless they're very studious and love school, which is totally fine. But say like a mom listening right now is like, my daughter just doesn't like to talk to me. And this is an area that they can identify like school is probably not their highlight as well. But as a mom, I would love to know, like, what are the challenges and issues that are happening and eventually have that conversation. Talking about timing, when would be the right time to talk about like for you and diets school? When, When would be a good time to talk about that? For uh, challenging topics, for example, like I get the whole thing that things that require a lot more energy output because it's something that's less desirable or less passionate topics like school, when would be a good time to actually ask about things like that? Because I know moms listening right now really do want to know all of it, not just the good things too. So like a good like when to talk about like the challenging stuff? Yeah. So like if I'd say, hey, how's school? And you're telling me that right after school in the car is probably not a good time to talk about school because I'm trying to decompress and 
process it myself, when would be a good time for, for me to like engage with you example, as an example? Um, I think like the more we talk about like good things, it's the, e- like, e- the easier it gets for me to like open up about like the bad things. So hmm. like sometimes it has to be on like my timing. Cause like it, like when I know I can, when I know it, when it feels right to open up to you, I'll do it. You know what I mean, mom? Cause yeah. like more recently now I've been telling you about like the bad things with like, especially since like before, like I wouldn't really tell you like a lot <laughs> of yeah. things mm-hmm. that were like, that bothered me. But now that like we had a lot of good conversations, I feel more comfortable like opening up to you because like it feels like more my timing. Yeah, I get it. So it's over time, over time yeah. of having conversations. Is it because I'm willing to listen or is it because you just feel more comfortable or? It's both. Mm-hmm. It's both because like I know like what you said, like I know you'll listen. And like I know like now that I've talked to you more, like I kind of like predict how you would react. Because like the reason why like I wouldn't like open up to you before is because like I was scared of how you were going to react. <laughs> I well, love I love that you you're so in tune with how the ne- the other person's going to react namely mom, right? Okay, that's a good point that you just made about reactions that reactions matter. Yeah. So, what built some and and I'm also imperfect. So mom's listening. I'm also imperfect on on this journey, right? We always talk about how <laughs> that kids don't come with a handbook. You're right. Like reactions do matter and how, and and this is in any conversations, we can almost assume and predict what our reaction is going to be, which causes us to hesitate to share how we truly feel. But over time, our behaviors matter and the consistency of our behavior matter, right? Mm -hmm. So take us through that, Ava, like what, what did I do? Because this is mom, a mom listening. What did I do to basically earn your trust to open up more to talk about some of the challenging things that are are pressing on you and having those conversations I think we like talked about this like the last episode I was on but it was like you were more understanding of like my circumstances or like you were um you would just listen and like not like add in like your two cents or was it is that what's called two cents <laughs> yeah my two cents <laughs> <laughs> yeah you wouldn't like add in like your opinion or like you would just listen to what I like had to say or like what like happened to me so I think that like really helped me like open up more Mm. and like I think like as I just got older like I know this isn't like the case for like some people like moms listening because they have like tweens or like young teens but like as I got older I grown like more mature into like you wouldn't like I know I know you wouldn't react that way you know what I mean like I know you would like be on my side Yes. No. And that's a good point because mama's listening right now. A lot of them do have tweens, but they do have older teens that are in high school as well, that we can get caught up right in the moment and, and have that reaction. But to, to see foresight that the maturity level, as they grow older, they get more mature and they start to comprehend and understand our reactions over time and that's where 
trust is built. So this encourages mama that are listening and what you're just saying, Ava, is great input that it's encouraging to hear, just keep on the path of having these conversations, being a good listener, having an understanding heart, giving grace, uh, because over time, that will benefit basically where we're kind of at right now as you're moving into adulthood. My goodness, I feel like um, it's gone so fast between the two of us. Now, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take you back to your tween stage and where, you know, we're trying to reestablish <laughs> our our roles, right? Like you getting into your independence and having all these changes happening to you and me, mama, try to move from mama that just tells you what to do to really having genuine conversations of really wanting to know what's going on in your life. So take yourself back to tween stage because this is <laughs> where some moms are at who are struggling with what kind of questions do I ask and how do I get her to talk to me? What advice would you give that mom? So what did you need from me at that time? Well, like in, in my tween and teen stage, I was like, I went through a lot of phases and like, I try to grow up too fast. <laughs> so I think you not saying anything like about me growing up or like changing phases or me asking you like, oh, can I get this? Cause I'm into this now. And like, you just like supporting me, like, and letting me like figure it out almost myself, like helped me open up to you more. Cause it felt like I like, was more independent, but really you were just like helping me through my phases. Yeah, no, it's the truth. And that's exactly it. It's guiding, knowing the direction that you're going without falling off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Or like, right. and, and since like, I was like in my early teen stage, like in quarantine, like I was kind of like, I wasn't forced to talk to you, but like, like, I like, I just talked to you because like you were in quarantine. So like, you know. <laughs> Well, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would also like I had two really good friends I still have we we're still friends now but I had really two fr really good friends like over quarantine I would hang out with a lot and you would let me hang out with them so that kind of helped me talk to you more because like I would be like oh this is what we did today or like or you would ask like oh did you have fun blah blah and like we were really into skating at the time and you would like you bought me a skateboard and you like let me go skating with them even though I wasn't supposed to because of ballet but you still let me do it and like you would ask me like oh how was that <laughs> and then I would be like oh it was good and then that would like lead me into like conversation with you we would like watch a sh like shows together over quarantine and that just like build our relation built our relationship up so then I would trust you more and like talk to you more there's not really any questions you can ask it's just like the trust because like questions are kind of awkward they are they are awkward mm -hmm. even for moms to even ask because <laughs> it's yeah it's it's like I want to have conversations with you and it's like okay well what questions can I ask you and it I, and what I hear you saying is that it just has to come more organically it starts with are you, do you really know a little bit more about me? And I think the reason why moms ask questions is because they want to know more about you. But it sounds like what you're getting at is just watch me, watch what I'm into, watch, you know, who my friends are and start there, right? Get, yeah. be interested in what I'm interested in. 
Yeah, because like me personally, I wouldn't answer a question if like I felt awkward or like I wouldn't engage in a conversation if I felt awkward. Like even now, like with not with you, but like with other people, like I wouldn't engage in a conversation with someone if I felt awkward. Like I would get out of that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Well, so like the same, like even with like tween, like in my tweens, like if I felt awkward talking to you, like I wouldn't like really say much. You know what I mean, mom? Like even like opening about up about like like boys, like I wouldn't like really talk to you about that because I felt awkward. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't about like how you would react because I know you would be like, oh my gosh, that's who? Is, what's his name? Is he cute? That was awkward for me because I'm like, I don't want all that attention. It was just like, because now you're just like, oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, and that's the truth. It's it's I've had to learn to raising you, uh, especially girls. I think with boys, it's a little more asking questions just because it's trying to pull all the information out. But with you being the youngest and my daughter, it really was an adjustment period for me. It's like, am I talking too much? Am I asking too many questions? In reality, from this, what you're trying to say is like, hey, just sit back and observe who I am. The questions will come out naturally and they're not so awkward when you know what I'm into and when you're naturally curious about what I'm into. So we have something to talk about um, and making the time for it, right? And over time, you will start to engage in conversation when you feel uh, comfortable and less awkward and that there's some trust built between the two of of you, right? Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love that. So I'm going to recap some of the points that you had talked about because I thought this was very informative and hopefully moms listening right now, you get an idea of what your daughter is probably thinking as well is that, you know, she'll engage in conversations that are of interest to her, that her typical time to talk is when she's coming out of something that she's passionate about and she has lots to say about. Timing and her own timing. Second point that I got from this interview, Ava, is right. Like things that you really want to know about mama, things that are challenging her, issues that are happening, that comes with time. And it's in her own timing that she'll be comfortable to share when trust is built and our reactions are predictable. She's starting to feel safe. So that's what I got from here. And third is questions are awkward. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Questions are awkward, especially if it comes from left field. So mama, I know I talk about asking questions and I still firmly believe that we should ask questions, but the less we ask as far as verbiage, the more she'll say. I think um, having a common point of topic be interested in what they're interested in. And these questions and conversations will come out organically. And because of that, uh, trust is gained, comfortableness happens. And in her timing, she'll start to share some of the real hard heart issues that you really want to know from her. So we need to earn the right to have those conversations by first being interested in what they're interested in right? For Ava and I, it was (laughs) K-pop. I remember it started with our first BTS concert. And from there, it morphed into K-drama and watching K-drama. And I genuinely became interested in K-drama. K-pop, K-pop is still a stretch. I think I'm starting to get there, right, Ava? But I really, 
I love your reactions and I love, I love knowing what you love. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And really that's the key is get into her world, mama, get into her world, become interested in what she's interested in. Those conversations will come out organically. She'll pour into something, into a conversation that she knows well about and that you know well about. I also heard you say, um, Ava, that it's awkward to be the one who's always conversing, that mm-hmm. having shared a shared topic to con- converse about really matters a lot. So uh, I think that is a key point that you made as well. And hopefully, mamas, you pick up on that as well. So Ava, thank you so much for this time and celebrating the 100th episode. I felt like it was the perfect time for you and I to have a heart to heart talk and you totally spill the tea of how your journey was between well our journey about our conversations and how it's developed into I think a rich one you know being a part mm-hmm. we get to talk a lot more and I get to ask less questions because you're more willing just to tell me what's going on Ava hey, anything else that? you want to say congratulations mom on your 100th episode Thank you. Thank you for being here on the 100th episode of Raising Her Confidently. So mama, I want to guide you along this journey in creating open communication with you too. It's not a job us mamas can do alone. I want to, I want you to stay engaged on this podcast and show up every Monday and Wednesday, even through the holidays, even through the holidays. I know, yes, Spend time with your family, be present. But I know it gets really busy, but I also know what it's like when the kids are home on break, when they're home on break. Come back and join me on Raising Her Confidently. Stick those AirPods on and tune out for 20 minutes to get poured into. This is about you getting poured into. It's a habit you cannot risk losing. If you feel you need a little more support and accountability, head on over to TalkToYourTeenGirl.com, where I can guide you through the steps of support you need next for you. That's TalkToYourTeenGirl.com, or visit me on RaisingHerConfidently.com as well, where I have other resources like a free mom group for you. Hey friend, if this podcast inspired you or encouraged you or helped you in any way, I'd love for you to share it. You can screenshot this episode and share it in your stories on social media or text it to a friend who can use the support. It's the best way you can thank me. I want to let other mamas know they are not alone. I'd love to stay connected with you. You can find me on Instagram at Jeannie Baldomero or join my free mom support community at linktree backslash Jeannie Baldomero. Until next time, live full of grace, Jeannie.